Welcome to the Aspiring Administrators Podcast, a podcast for ambitious teachers who are aspiring to become assistant principals. And now, here's your host, Dr. Omega W. Wilson, CEO and founder of Innovative Strategies Consulting, LLC, educational consultant, leadership coach, and breaker of glass ceilings. Hello, and thank you for joining me on episode three, Dealing with Uncertainty of the Moment. Today, I'm going to share just a few tips that will help you navigate through your administrative journey. May I just be real with you just for one moment? I just want to be very real with you all. I know many of you are feeling stuck. You're feeling discouraged, frustrated, and you're even irritated with the way things are going and even with the way things are not going. You have applied, you have put in the work, you have tried but you have not landed the position in which you are seeking. I know you are over all of this. And when I say all of this, I mean COVID-19, the riots, the arrests, the racial discrimination, and mostly the administrative process of not getting the job you deserve, your dream job. You've done the work. You've been overlooked. And now you're not being selected because they want someone else. If this sounds like you, this podcast is for you. So listen, do not be discouraged. Here's what you have to know. What is for you will be for you. Regardless, you have to stay focused and be consistent. Put in the work. You have to ask yourself, are you going to watch others do the work and land the position? Or will you be watched? Go after what you want. It will happen. But you have to be patient and put in the work. It is your time to shine. And today I'm going to share a few tips with you to help you through this process. I want to share just a few tips with you regarding what you can be doing during this time of uncertainty. School has not yet ended, but we are already preparing for the fall. It is obvious that no one knows exactly what it's going to look like. We already know that we have to start planning and preparing for the fall. There's a lot that needs to be figured out. And here's my thing. As an aspiring administrator, did you put your chair at the table to try to help figure out these problems? You may not have even been invited, but you heard me say, did you put your chair at the table? Or are you waiting for someone to give you a call to ask you to help problem solve? Have you even asked your principal or your administrative staff, how can you help solve these problems that exist and that will exist in the fall, even in the summer? Have you spoken to the appropriate central office personnel to lend a helping hand or to brainstorm or to problem solve? To land the job that you desire, you must hear me when I say you must do something or some things to get yourself noticed. You very well may have already gotten noticed by your division or by your school or by your school system or someone else somewhere. But my question is, what else are you going to do so that you can land the position you desire and that you deserve? You have to do the work. And there's a lot of work that needs to be done, as we all know. So let's imagine what the brick and mortar will look like in the fall. What will the cafeterias look like? What will the school buses? auditoriums, activities, classrooms. What is all this stuff going to look like when we plan to still continue to be six feet apart? Some schools are suggesting online, a modified plan, virtual, whatever. Will parents send their children to school or homeschool them? 
there's so many questions to be answered, as you know, so many. But again, my question is, are you sitting at the table helping to answer these questions or are you waiting to hear what will be handed down to you and your students? It is time for you to take a part, take an active role in the decision making. What role are you playing in this equation? And as a teacher who is aspiring to be an administrator, are you playing a role at all? Are you a part of a planning session or sessions? Have you shared any suggestions or even attempted to put any plans in place to help with the issues we will face in the fall? You know, I was speaking to a lady the other day. She shared that she was in the process of planning a jumpstart program for her incoming freshmen. She was so distraught because of COVID-19, and she stated that she could not plan the camp for obvious reasons. I was as stunned as she was because my whole point was, why can't you do a virtual camp? I told her that she needed to modify the plan and make it virtual. Needless to say, we discussed it. I mapped out a plan for her and came up with the camp. The camp's going to go on. Here's what you have to realize. The students will start school in the fall. Somehow, some way, they still have to be prepared. We still have to prepare them. We still have to figure it out for them. So don't allow the virus or ignorance of race or anything to stunt the academic growth of your students. Don't allow that. Students will still need to know the basics of high school. They still need to be prepared for the real world once they graduate high school. Whatever it is you were going to do, you can now do it differently and maybe even on a larger scale. But you got to try to put something in place. Here's a tip. We've been out of school and somewhat on lockdown for two months now. I want you to do a self-assessment of yourself. Ask yourself this question and be very, very honest with yourself. Nobody can hear your answer but you. Be very honest with yourself. Ask yourself, would I hire me? Go ahead. Ask yourself that question. Would I hire me? Now look at your resume, the work that you have done, your work ethic, your level of organization, your comfort level with instruction and your content, classroom management, your reputation as an effective leader and a teacher. Ask yourself, would I hire me as an assistant principal? If so, why? What characteristics and attributes stick out about you? Why would somebody hire you? And if not, why not? What is it that you need to work on and improve? And how are you working on them and improving them during this quarantine? And even if you have arrived already and you know you are ready for the call, what can you do to enhance and sharpen your skills? This is what you should be working on right now. Enhancing and sharpening your skills so that you can land your dream job. We all have room for improvement. So check and assess yourself now and be honest with yourself. None of us have arrived. Hear me when I say, let me repeat it. None of us have arrived. But ask yourself, why should you be the selected candidate when you sit at that table? Why should the interview panel select you as the better candidate? Ask yourself these questions. As I've said before, during this pandemic, you have an opportunity to either get left behind, spring forward, or either just mark time. What are you going to do? You're going to get left behind, spring forward, or mark time. You have to make the decision up in your mind. Stay focused and don't be discouraged. So I want you to first do the following. First things first. Number one, write this down, please. Create a plan. 
Here's how I want you to do it. The very first way you're going to create your plan is to brainstorm. Just think about what you can do to help problem solve for the summer and for the fall for your students, your faculty, and your staff in your division or your district. Begin to brainstorm. Take some time to brainstorm. Just sit and think. You know what your school system needs and what they don't have and what they need to have. You know the student needs. You know what is being discussed or even what is not being discussed. How can you help and make change and even iron out some of the current kinks that may exist? Reflect on that and make that step one. Brainstorm and think about what you can do to help plan for the summer and the fall for students. Yes, we are all impacted and we will continue to be impacted, but how will you help in a positive way? Brainstorm and create your plan. The second thing I want you to do, think about what you need to help you with this project and also who you need to help you with this project. I'm referring to human resources or community resources or whatever and whoever it is that you need to help make this task or this project a success. Ask yourself the question of who can you rely on? Who can you really, really rely on and depend on to help you get the job done? And I'm referring to people in the school, to students, to parents. And yes, I say parents because there are a lot of parents who really care and want to help. And I chuckle a little bit because some parents have kind of started to show a different level of appreciation for teachers recently since their kids are home with them most of the day. We understand it now, right? Parents understand what we go through in the school system. So they want to help us. They do. A lot of them have always wanted to help. But what about the teachers? the administrators, the building level administrators, central office administrators, the community, there are a lot of people who want to help support and ensure the success of students. But you can help if you start with a team of trusted agents who can support you and help to make this a successful task. Write these people in your plan so they can help you grow and be successful. And speaking of writing, The next thing I want you to do, number three, is write your plan. You've heard it before. Write the vision. Make it plain. A lot of times we come up with different ideas and programs, but we don't have time to or take the time to write it out so that it makes sense. Write your vision. Put a plan of action in place, step by step, point by point, piece by piece, bit by bit. Review it and make sure it makes sense. Now, here's where we fall short sometimes. We don't always run it by somebody, but it's important to do that. And I'm going to get into that in a few minutes. But you want to make sure you write your vision step by step. When you're writing your plan, put it in place and make sure it is attainable. Make sure it is doable and in the best interest of your students. We've seen a lot of plans and we see a lot of people doing a lot of different things, but know this, just because it is working in someone else's division, it does not always necessarily mean that it will work in your city, your town, your state, your division, your school district. You can modify and adjust, make it work for you and your students, make it work for your division, okay? The fourth thing I want you to do, very, very important. Create a timeline. Your timeline needs to include your deadlines. 
Trust me when I say it's going to help you to stay focused. You want to be sure to set reasonable and realistic deadlines. Don't rush the process so it can turn out messy and sloppy. Make sure it is really attainable as well. Put things that are within your reach. You want it to be realistic, not something that's going to have a ticket of a million dollars behind it or something like that. A lot of times I sit down with people and they have a phenomenal idea and I ask, who's helping you? Where's your team? Who did you run this by? And mostly their response is, um, I don't know. I guess I'll do it alone. And they know good and well the task cannot be completed alone. That's just halfway, doing it halfway to say you did something. You need to properly plan and prepare. Slow it down and plan. Like I said, the first thing you need to do while you're writing is to include deadlines. Why? It's also going to help you hold yourself accountable and other people as well. You don't just want to write a plan and not have legitimate action steps and realistic deadlines as well. As a member of the John Maxwell team, John Maxwell often talks about five swings every day. I don't know if you've heard him talk about it. What that means is to make sure you're touching your assignment, your project, your task at least five times every day. You're going to truly see results by doing this. He gives the example of someone swinging an axe at a tree five times a day. Swing that axe one, two, three, five times a day. Eventually, that tree will fall. You swing it five times a day. So you touch your project. I don't care whether it's Christmas. I don't care whether it's New Year's. Five times a day consistently, you're going to see some results. In some, make sure you are working on the project multiple times a day to get the results that you're looking for. Don't start it and walk away for days and weeks at a time. Make it happen. Stay focused, stay consistent, and push. Swing at your plan to execute it and make sure it is done with expertise and fidelity. Remember, this is your plan. This is your project. This is your baby. You're trying to get yourself noticed during these uncertain times. All right, the last step I want you to do is share your vision. This can be a little tricky. It can be a little sticky. I want you to share your vision with the appropriate people or persons. Now, I'm just going to have real talk right here because like I said, this can be a little sticky. Whoever, and I repeat, whoever you are sharing this with, make sure it is someone who cares about you and your growth and most importantly, someone who cares about students. If you already know the person you report to doesn't respond well to your ideas, save your breath. You may want to go to someone else who has a little bit more authority or a little power. If you know the person is negative and non-supportive, don't share your plan. Go to somebody else. You're going to come back defeated. And you've worked too hard to have that spirit of defeat ever. Run your plan by someone and bounce it off of them. Someone who's going to be honest, someone who's going to be upfront with you. And remember, just because it sounds like a great plan to you, it doesn't mean that it is a great plan. I'm sorry to say it like that. I can speak from experience. I come up with some different ideas and goals in my board. They will shut it down in a positive way. And I receive it because it's called constructive criticism. They don't want to put me out there looking halfway or crazy. If the person cares about you, you should understand that they're going to be honest, accept it, and grow from it. Now, sometimes you have to be watchful in regards to who you share your plan with. I've seen this happen so many times. So many times I've seen this happen. 
where someone shares a plan with someone and that person then takes it and makes it their own. Not good, not good at all. And you know, it isn't always about you getting credit. That's not what this game is about. Because if you're passionate about education, you really don't even care who gets the credit as long as the students are successful. But let's be clear. (laughs) At this point in time, yes, this is what this is about. You're trying to get some credit so you can get noticed, so you can land your dream job. Let's be clear. This is about you getting some credit. So when I say share your vision with the appropriate person or people, share it with people like your trusted agents. Ask yourself, who's going to be the boots on the ground with this project? Who can you truly count on so you can make the vision of yours become a reality? Who's going to help you execute this plan? And ask yourself, with the plan that I want to put in place, who can I really share this with? Who will help me work this plan? Ask yourself that question now. You have to find the right people to share your vision. So let's recap. Again, this is only part one of dealing with the uncertainty of the moment. The first thing, let's recap. Number one, you got to create a plan. Brainstorm and think about what you can do for the students in the summer and or the fall in your school, in your division, in your district. The second thing, think about what you need to help you with this project or this task. Who will help you? The third thing you're going to do is write your plan step by step. Put some more eyes on your plan to make sure it is excellent. Strive for excellence. Don't just throw something together to say, I did it, but they ain't like it. Or they didn't like it because it looked halfway. It may have been sloppy. This is your brand going on here. The fourth thing, create a timeline. Your timeline must include deadlines. And then the fifth thing, the last thing, you're going to go ahead and share your vision. Make sure you have a very strong support system. Someone who has your back. Someone, like I said, who's going to be the boots on the ground with you. Not for you, but with you. So let's start with these few things and see if you can come up with a plan during this time of uncertainty. Now, in part two, I'm going to share more ways about how you can deal with the uncertainty during these times. But as always, I stress this always, make sure you are leaning on your mentor for guidance, assistance, support, honesty, and most of all, for growth purposes. If you do not have a mentor, you can connect with me at Omega at InnovativeStrategies.Consulting and we can chat. Again, my email, Omega at InnovativeStrategies.Consulting. You need someone to help you and someone who will allow you to stand on their shoulders, someone you can trust. You need someone who is in life where you want to be. That's the definition of a mentor. I'm willing to help you and guide you through this administrative journey. I hope you have enjoyed part one of dealing with the uncertainty of the moment. Be sure to listen to part two. Thank you for listening. Much success. God bless. 